everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and I want to welcome you to the podcast version of Mike Murphy's Friday Rumblings. For years, these have been a Facebook post each Friday. I decided these words were worth spreading to a wider audience and worth making accessible in another format that might be easier for some people. Full disclosure, Mike Murphy is my husband, and this was not his idea. In fact, I'm the narrator. Rob Bell says, everything is spiritual. You might listen to this podcast and say, wait a minute, sounds like there is some political content included. I would simply echo Rob Bell's words, everything is spiritual. Give the rumblings a listen and see if you agree, or maybe you'll disagree, but I guarantee it will be food for thought. Whether you agree or disagree, keep the conversation going. Also, if you want a print version of the rumblings, you can find it in the show notes or friend Mike on Facebook. Now, are you ready to rumble? Rumble one. If someone comes along and shoots an arrow into your heart, it's fruitless to stand there and yell at the person. It would be much better to turn your attention to the fact that there's an arrow in your heart. Pema children. First things first, huh? Rumble 2. The New York Times and other sources report that SCOTUS's decision in favor of a Colorado web designer, Lori Smith, had an unusual feature. It was based on conjecture and speculation. Ms. Smith, who objects to providing wedding-related services for same-sex marriages, never turned down a gay couple. She had certainly never been punished for violating a state law that forbids discrimination based on sexual orientation. Hmm. So why was this case even on the docket of the Supreme Court? Decisions, personal and collectively, by the justices are proving to be problematic, as is their refusal to do any self-policing. Their resistance to submitting to any kind of check and balance rubric is discomforting. Looking at their most recent work, one gets the impression that the conservative justices appear to have a culture war legislative agenda they're advancing. That's not in their job description. Rumble 3. Back in college, I was one of the few black students on my campus, and I was proud of getting into such a respected school. I knew I'd worked hard for it. But still, I sometimes wondered if people thought I got there because of affirmative action. It was a shadow that students like me couldn't shake, whether those doubts came from the outside or inside our own minds. But the fact is this, I belonged. And semester after semester, decade after decade, for more than half a century, countless students like me showed they belonged too. It wasn't just the kids of color who benefited, either. Every student who heard a perspective they might not have encountered, who had an assumption challenged, who had their minds and their hearts opened, gained a lot as well. It wasn't perfect, but there's no doubt that it helped offer new ladders of opportunity for those who, throughout our history, have too often been denied a chance to show how fast they can climb. Michelle Obama responding to SCOTUS's ruling to end affirmative action. Rumble 4. Random Thoughts About Approaching the Bible I learned a long time ago that you can make the Bible say what you want it to say. 
I know. I've committed that sin. I've done my darndest at times to fit a square piece of scripture into a round hole. Why? God only knows, but I was wrong to do it. I see God at work through the biblical narrative, but the Bible is not God. Some think the Bible is God's final answer to everything. I don't. I believe God still speaks. Scripture needs to be argued and wrestled with. Let's be honest. The Bible is troubling to read in certain spots. It contradicts itself at times. It keeps revealing deep truths that require deep thinking. It both soothes the soul and troubles it. It builds us up and it can humble us. To read and study the scripture is a magnificent spiritual discipline. To do it together in community can be a blessing, but only if people are willing to be honest enough to stand against groupthink and courageously ask questions of the text that others might label as problematic. Scripture reminds me that I am part of a very remarkable ongoing story and that the role I get to play is not insignificant. Rumble 5 Hayes Brown, writing on the MSNBC website, asserts that one of our political parties is basically involved with spouting incendiary nonsense. He's being kind. Every day after I read and mull over the political headlines, one question always comes to mind. Maturity, where has thou gone? Rumble 6. Turning to Galatians 5 in the message, I reminded myself of what I truly desire in my life and what I want no part of but am sorely tempted to accommodate. The spirit of the Antichrist promotes and extols damaging attitudes and behaviors. A stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage, frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness. Trinket gods, magic show religion, paranoid loneliness, cutthroat competition, all-consuming yet never satisfied wants, a brutal temper, an impotence to love or be loved, divided homes and divided lives, small-minded and lopsided pursuits, the vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival, uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions, ugly parodies of community. Paul implores us to yield to the movement of the Holy Spirit. He's convinced that the fruit of the Spirit will be made manifest in our lives and things such as affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity, a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people will be evident. May it be so. Rumble 7. It's easy to be judgmental about crime when you live in a world wealthy enough to be removed from it. Trevor Noah. Acting all holier than thou when one has the resources to distance him or herself from all kinds of hard things is a bad look. When we make judgments about people based on what we don't know and avoid experiencing, we just make the problem bigger for those who have no choice but to experience it. Rumble 8. I get up every morning determined to both change the world and have one heck of a good time. 
Sometimes this makes planning my day difficult. E.B. White Rumble 9 Celebrating the 4th of July this week reminded me that our country is in a fragile place. We are at war with ourselves. A democracy only works when citizens commit to self-sacrifice, truth-telling, and the advancement of the common good. Rumble 10. It's not the battles we lose that bother me. It's the ones we don't suit up for. Toby Ziegler, The West Wing. Have you ever read the New Testament book of James? It's my favorite. In essence, it says, put up or shut up. There's a good fight going on that you're being invited to be part of. Show off your faith by showing up.